Welcome to Purpose, Passion, and Spark. My name is Brad Sullivan. Thank you for joining. Today, we are going to talk about how to start your day. I get many people calling me, many clients, many friends, family members. They ask me how I start my day. Um, I've been on this journey for 20 years, so there's really no right and wrong way to do it. Um, I think it's a personal journey that you should go through with some trial and error. I'll give you some helpful tips that I've been incorporating, things that have worked and haven't worked. Let's start with something that doesn't work, okay? So many of us, we are so connected with our cell phones, so the first thing I'll do when I wake up is I reach over to grab my phone. I'm checking to see if I've missed any text messages, emails, phone calls, and that is the wrong thing to do. Um, I know that some of us keep our phones by our beds just in case there's emergencies or something going on where we need to just, you know, answer the phone. However, what I find is when I start my day, by the first thing I'm doing, looking at my phone, I'm creating opportunity for anxiety, for fear, um, shame, guilt, whatever, to start creeping in. And what I mean by that is... Oh my God, I should be going. Oh my God, I missed this call. Oh my God, this person, what are they thinking? Oh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, So a lot of times what I find is what I started to do is I started leaving my phone plugged in in the other room. Uh, I leave the ringer on. I turn off notifications, but I leave the ringer on uh, on my cell phone so I can, you know, the house is silent. I can hear it ring. Um, So... That's what I do because I struggled looking at it in the morning and it really put me, started my day on the wrong foot. So the first thing I like to do is get the electronics out of the room. Uh, If you could do that, that's a great way to start. So that would be something I would do. Um, So many people ask me which books I like to read. There's tons of great daily um, meditation books or devotionals, whatever you want to call it. They got the ones where it's 365 days and there's quotes and there's great readings. I think those are wonderful. That really helps you set your daily intentions. Um, I use them. I've used them. I'm currently not using them, but they are a great tool for you. So what I like to do is if I know I bought a separate old school alarm clock. Now this one is modern looking. It's pretty cool, but... I bought an alarm clock that actually doesn't produce light unless you tap it or make a noise. I can actually snap my fingers and it lights up. Uh, But I do set an alarm. So if I need to be somewhere and it's going to take me maybe my morning getting ready routine of getting dressed, shower, uh, and grooming, maybe that takes me for a guy. Uh, Maybe that's an, an eat breakfast. Maybe that's an hour. So if I I need to be somewhere and at nine o'clock, let's just say, I have to be at work at nine. And I know that it takes me 15, 20 minutes to get to work. So I'm leaving at 840. Us guys, we can get ready a little bit faster. So maybe I start that process at eight. I need to be getting up 30 minutes before that. And what I find is many of us try to get that extra time of sleep because we think it's going to help us and we need it, it actually ends up hurting us more than it helps us. So I just want you to think about that. How many times like, oh, I'll just hit the snooze one more time or I'll elect to get an extra 30 minutes of sleep. 
Uh, I've already woken up. I've looked at the clock. Ooh, I get another 30 minutes. Well, you're not going to fall back into REM sleep. You're not going to fall back into that real restful sleep. So you're actually making it worse. So you're trying, your brain's trying to tune itself back down just to wake back up in 30 minutes. You're better off using that 30 minutes to do some of these practices that I'm going to talk about. So first thing, get, get the phone out of the room. Next thing, get yourself an alarm clock. Because every time I tell people, hey, get the phone out. Well, how am I going to wake up? Get the alarm clock. I got mine off of Amazon for like 18 bucks, and it works perfect. So I bought the alarm clock. Now I wake up. I make sure that I give myself an extra 20 to 30 minutes for this practice. So as I sit up, I allow myself a few minutes. So it's just that groggy, you know, groggy waking up moment. I have these blinds. I actually crack those to get some light in the room. First thing I need to do is invite some light into the day. I know... We're getting towards the winter months and it gets dark in the morning. However, let's get some light into your room. I know I like to sleep at my room real dark. So when I wake up in the morning, it's still dark in there. So I like to get some light in, sitting up in the bed. And it's okay. If you want coffee, go, go get yourself a coffee or tea or whatever you have in the morning. That's fine as well. But I like to sit there with it and then I start my morning meditation, my morning program. Uh, I used to use those morning uh, devotional books. Like I said, they're great. If you have it, read it. Sometimes it helps getting the brain flowing, stimulates the brain, and also puts some good content in your brain first thing in the morning. It's way better than scrolling social media or watching the news or anything like that. That's starting your day off negative. And remember, however we start our day is what we're going to carry with us all day. So if we start off with fear and anger and worry, we're going to carry that throughout the day. We're going to be fighting changing that feeling, either giving in it or changing it. Either way, it's going to be a lot of energy spent on correcting how we started our morning. So now we've let some light in. So even A, visually, that's good for us. It's good for the brain. But also like on a spiritual level, it's a beautiful thing. You're letting light into your day first thing in the morning. So I sit there. If you have a book, crack it open, read the passage. For me, what I do is I go on my daily intention meditation. It's actually one of the meditations I've released. It's the same one I do every morning. Um, starts with me on the beach, and I picture the sun, let the sun warmth over me. I look out over to over the ocean of possibilities. And so during that moment, I actually bring into like, what do I got going on in the day? Am I seeing clients that day? Do I have a marketing lunch? You know, um, do I have appointments? Am I spending time with my family? Like whatever it is, I picture that. And I picture what it looks like in a peaceful way. So if it's seeing clients, I picture myself with that client being present, helping that client. Uh, if it's spending time with friends, I want to be present when I spend time with friends. We're all busy. So anytime we're giving to any certain thing, maybe it's that. Maybe we're not busy and we're looking to get busy. So we want to start planning our days with intent instead of uh, wasting hours where we could be productive. Uh, now, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't spend days for rest and recharge. I just mean on any old given day, what you know, how are we starting? So I go through my intention meditation. I really love, um, 
any type of cool prayer you like, mantra, something you can repeat. Uh, I personally, not that I am a devout Catholic or anything, but I really love the St. Francis prayer. And I just think it's beautiful. And I think to live a life spiritually guided by those principles that I do not equate to have anything to do with religion. I actually think those are two drastically different things between spirituality and religion. But this prayer is just so good that I'm able to put aside where it came from and apply it to my day. So one of the things that I think the universe and my higher power tries to guide me is not always what to do, because I think we can get really caught up in what should I do? Is this the right thing for the day? Should I go do this? Maybe we have options. And either one can be right. And I think to spend time to, to truly waste on which one we should do is hurting us more than it's helping us. So I just want you to keep that in mind. For me, I, that happens to me a lot. Oh, should I go do this or should I go do this? Uh, obviously, there's rights and wrongs uh, in the world. Um, so... I don't mean on that, but sometimes it's like, oh, I can go over here and spend time with these people. I can go over here and either one's fine. But I think the more important question is how am I to be? Think about that for a second. Many of us get wrapped up in what should I do, but how am I going to be? How does the universe, how does my higher power want me to be? Now, that's a question I can wrap my head around. So this prayer tells me, right? So the first thing I want to be is an instrument of peace. How cool is that? Instrument of peace. I truly close my eyes and I picture I'm a guitar player. uh, I'm in a band. So instrument. It's creating beautiful sound when done right. So how can I be an instrument of peace? instrument radiates sound creates sound so how can I be an instrument create radiate peace and we've all been places where we've been around people and their energy's off and you can just feel it I don't even have to ask people what's wrong with it I know something's going on you can also trust your intuition when you're around people know oh this person something seems off they're not good and when I'm clear when my vessel's clear I'm in tune to all that I feel it. So I don't want to be that person where other people are like, oh, what's up with this guy, right? He's he's giving up bad energy, nervous energy. Um, Before I started my journey almost 20 years ago, when I'd be around people, I'd pace all the time. I would be a little antsy and people would be like, dude, sit down. You're making me nervous. So we all either been around or given off energy that we don't want to give. So it's important. I'm taking this time in the morning I've sat up, I let some light in the room, start my meditation, and then I'm focusing on being an instrument of peace. How cool is that? So I go in these situations. I also picture situations I'm going to be in during the day. What if it's traffic? What if I have a meeting at work? Uh, What if it's something with the kids? What if it's something with your spouse? What if it's something with friends? How can I be an instrument of peace? No one likes a negative Nancy. No one likes any of that stuff, so... I don't want to be argumentative, so how can I be an instrument of peace? The next thing it asks me is how to be. Like when there is hatred, bring love. I can equate this to a few different things. Gossip can be one. Uh, gossip feels good. 
So I don't pretend that I walk on water and float above the ground. I am equally capable of gossiping and assassinating characters. Sometimes people bond over that stuff and I don't want to be that person today. So I focus on when there is hatred and someone's like, oh, look at this. I try to like, how can I bring love? And a lot of times for me, bringing that love is, is understanding. Oh, well, maybe this person's having a bad day. Maybe this, you know, so I'm moving and grooving all over the city all the, every day. And I come across a lot of different people. And sometimes I'm just dumbfounded by just the outward selfishness of people. And I can start to spiral. Be like, Look at this guy. Just cut me off. Doesn't care. You know, he's the boss. World revolves around him. And I can get spun off on that. And if I'm with someone, I'm also capable of being like, yeah, look at this guy and, you know, start that up. But then I remember in the morning, I set my intention that where there is hate, whether I'm bringing it or other people are bringing it, may I bring love, love, acceptance, understanding, compassion. So now all of a sudden I'm bringing that energy. Next thing is where there is hurt, may I bring forgiveness. And that's a tough one for me, you know, when people hurt my feelings. I know I'm a guy, I'm a big guy, uh, I'm tough. However, I still have feelings and I'm sensitive. So if someone hurts my feelings, it's really easy for me to get on them. So here I am starting my morning, I'm thinking about, well, if someone hurts my feelings today, may I bring forgiveness, right? If I'm hurt, may I bring forgiveness. Where there is discord, may I bring harmony. And... This one works good if you're around groups all the time. You can feel if negativity starts to come in. Now, group settings, uh, I also coached college football for years. This came in handy there. Um, a group of people can turn really quick. Negativity is toxic and it spreads fast. And so the only way to combat that is how can I bring harmony to this? And that proves useful many times. Next thing is where there is doubt, may I bring faith? So doubt can be fear, anxieties, worry. So where is that? Where can I bring faith? And for me, what faith is, is that my spiritual practices will overcome the situation. So I know that my spiritual practices, everything I'm doing is is going to be fruitful in my life. It's going to provide fruit. Maybe not in the way I want it or think it should happen, but always beneficial. And so maybe I'm going through the day, you got bills to pay and money's not adding up or you're in a relationship and you're texting someone, they're not responding, or maybe you're in a fight and I start to doubt, I start to worry. Now I'm bringing doubt. And that stuff, doubt, turns into self-pity, turns into the spiral. Now here we are spiraling. But then I have faith. I have faith that if I do the next right thing, continue on my spiritual practices, and focus on how I should be, that everything will be fine and work out. One of the best things I've heard is um, I was watching this little, I don't know, video that was posted. Many of y'all can see it. It was with a bunch of actors. And they were going around, they were asking, you know, what was something I would tell my younger self that I, I wish I knew then that I know today? And one of the actors said, well, I wish I really knew that this too shall pass. 
when everything's bad and I feel like it's falling apart, this too shall pass. When everything's good and I'm hitting and I feel I'm on top of the world, this too shall pass. And sometimes the best thing we can do is just give time a little time. So as I'm sitting there and I'm in doubt, oh my God, this ain't going to work. I'm going to fail. This isn't, you know what? I have faith that I do the next right thing, do my spiritual practices, do the next thing on my plate, hold my responsibilities, be this person that I'm working towards striving to be. Everything will work out the way it should. And when I do that, my life has worked out tremendously. When I try to squeeze the life out of it, control it, manipulate it, try to get my way the way I think it should be, it usually doesn't work out. So that's another one, great intention, how I start my day. And I go through the list, you know, where there's despair, may, may I bring hope, you know, where there's darkness, may I bring light, where there's sadness, may I bring joy. That's a big one. People always ask me, like, what do I do? My friend's going through loss. What do I do? What do I say? So doing and saying, I, my answer to that is, I don't know. I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of clients ask me, what should I do? Well, one thing I know is that we show up, and where there is sadness, we bring joy. Sometimes joy is in a form of a hug. Sometimes joy is in form of food. Not in a healthy way, but I grew up with a wonderful grandmother, Sicilian, that she would bring food. Someone passed away, someone's going through loss, bring them some food. For her, that was the highest level of joy she can bring. So I often do that. Uh, but I also like to just show up, listen. Sometimes listening is bringing joy to them. Sometimes just giving them that joy and that hope. Like, I got you, this will be better. We'll get through this. I know, it's, I know it hurts. I know it's bad but we're going to be all right. We're going to make it through this. So these are the types of things I like to bring to the people. And the next thing to do, something that's so profound, are the next two things. First being, as I go out through the day, when I come into contact with people, may I understand them instead of trying to be understood. That's one of the most profound actions and ways to be that's really revolutionized my my life many times in conversations I found myself waiting for the other person to finish what they're saying so I can get something out many times I just want to go back to what I was saying because you need to understand you need to hear me because I have this thing for you or have something I want to get off my chest and what I find is when I go into situations and I try to understand people and instead of trying to get them to understand me, what happens is I end up getting what I'm giving. So if I'm giving this attitude and energy of you need to understand me, they're going to reciprocate with equal and opposite force. So I go in and someone's telling me, oh no, this is the way it's going. Okay, I understand what you're saying. So you feel if we do it this way, this is going to be the outcome. Okay, wonderful. Okay, well, I have some ideas as well. Um, what do you think about this? And so now I just understood them. I countered with a point. Now, however it shakes out is fine. My point is I'm going in with that energy. So that's number one. Next thing is go to into your day to comfort people instead of seeking to be comforted. You find that a lot. In relationships, sometimes it's, you know, people are trying to uh, 
get something all the time. Oh, I, I need to be comforted here instead of comforting others. Well, what I find is it's going to be fine. Comfort others. You will get the comfort you need, whether energy from the universe, whether other people coming. I find when I do that and then others go, well, how are you? What can I do for you? Uh, it's just a beautiful thing, you know, and then I, I lead to love others instead of being loved because I know that through giving, I will receive. Through forgiving others, I will be forgiven. So this is how I go through my day. That whole process takes me, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. So I do that. Now, before I go to bed each night, I kind of write about how my day went, answer a few questions. And if something's glaring, if I really dropped the ball the day before, I also bring that into my intentions. And then I say a prayer to the universe. And my prayer is just, hey, I just went through this process. Please direct and guide my thinking this way. Please help me be useful and helpful. Um, and please help me go out. And then if there's other people maybe I'm struggling with, I'm harboring some uh, resentment towards, I pray for them. Each one of them, pray for them individually for their health, prosperity, peacefulness, and all the things I'm looking for. And I pray for them. What I find is usually after about 10 days, it goes away. There's anger towards them. I'm praying for them. It's a beautiful thing. And then after that, I start my day. So if you're adding a little reading into it, that may be 20 minutes, maybe 10. But I've really taken some time to clear my mind, clear my heart, and get focused on the day. So that's what I do in the morning. Now, if you want to add in a prayer rug, burn some incense, play some music in the background, reading these books, maybe some yoga, some stretching, some meditation, all that's wonderful. All that's wonderful. Uh, if I can in the morning, I go from there to the gym. If not, if I have early appointments, you know, I don't, I don't go until the afternoon or evening, but just how my day shakes out. But it's just a great way to start your day. So hopefully that answers questions. People have asked me, what do I do to start the day? Uh, I try to eat breakfast every day as well. Some days it's just a yogurt. Some days I, I do a little more balanced. Uh, I am a coffee drinker, so I do drink coffee as well. Um, but after that, then I start my grooming and I get to my day. You know, And then all of a sudden I have and my intentions are set. I have a good plan on what's going to go on, but I'm feeling fluid because I didn't focus on what I needed to do for the day. I focused on what I needed to be for the day. So if stuff changes, people cancel appointments, um, you know, the day has a sneaky way of just changing on you. Then I'm not so caught up in, well, this was my checklist today. Like I had to do that. No, I'm fine because I focus on how to be today. So hopefully that helps you. Uh, if you have any questions, please reach out. You can go to my website, which is www.pvtandspark.com. You can reach out to me through that website. If you have any questions, anything you want to ask, anything I can discuss for y'all, uh, I'd be happy to do it. Thank you for tuning in to Purpose, Passion, and Spark, and may you have a wonderful day. Mm -hmm.